What's up, OCs? Welcome back to another episode of Original Copy Podcast. With your hostess with the mostest, Dion. And Joseph. That almost rhymed. That almost <laughs> rhymed. Bars. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Um, Man, so on the agenda today is uh, we probably bounce around a little bit. We're going to stay within the parameters of communication. Oh, my goodness. We're going to try to effectively communicate communication. (laughs) Right. Articulate our thoughts and make sure that uh, we're understood. Which, at the end of the day, is all anybody really wants to be is understood. Yep. Yep. Because behind every complaint is a request. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people, I would say, that I've encountered don't usually understand that. Okay. That, um, you know, that if they're communicating with someone and things become sideways or things go sideways, I should say, that they don't understand that to sift through all the nonsense and, uh, you know, the bullshit, it is just, you know, okay, what does this person actually want, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they can't effectively tell you, what is this person actually asking of me, right? Mm-hmm. What, 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 are, what, are, what are their requests? So, Yeah. Um, you know, and that that doesn't necessarily need to happen inside a relationship. You know, no, friendships, uh, people you just encounter on a daily basis, right? Because mm-hmm. customer service, right? Yeah, Man, let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> what you want? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I guess do you want to do you want to start how you effectively communicate? Well, I guess just based on like past experiences, I've kind of done a deep journey in what communication actually means Mm -hmm. um because i've had like relationships or just any type of encounter before where i understood communication from almost a selfish standpoint it was what i wanted to be heard saying um and that kind of was the end all be all and as i went through like the ups and downs when it comes to any type of relationship I had to start checking myself and be like, okay, are you actively communicating yourself? Like you want this from somebody in in any type of dynamic, but are you actually doing it yourself? So in learning from those not so great moments in communication, I had to really set aside and be like, okay, what is the root of conversation for me? What is the the root of communication for me? Because I'm one that I have a very expansive mind and... Sometimes it can be hard for me to put into words what uh, I actually want to say because I have so much that I might want to say at one time. So it, it's hard to kind of pinpoint in that moment what's the most necessary thing to say. Yeah. Um, so I've learned uh, that for me, trying to be as succinct as possible mm-hmm. um, was something that I saw in others that bothered me Uh, Because they weren't able to just outright and say it, but looking inward, it was actually something that I struggled with myself. Um, And then later on, I I guess recently I've been having uh, conversations and looking at communication in a different way. Um, Because I think a lot of people, when they communicate, like you said, it's uh, somebody might want something from you. Somebody might Mm -hmm. need something from you. And that's why they're communicating but the expectation on the person that is receiving the information is 
for them to understand, right? For them to grasp what you're saying and 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 kind of follow along with it. But understanding is different for everybody. Yeah. So let me. So I, I want to tackle that too because when you when you're communicating with someone, right? Um, naturally, you're mm-hmm. communicating with uh, people on a daily basis that probably comes from always around your environment, right? The same environment, okay. per se. So whether it's, uh, whether it's gender, whether it is race, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's, um, you know, creed, or whether it's, you know, in the midst of uh, religion, right? Mm-hmm. If you, if you uh, fly- Or even sexuality, right? like it's, sexuality. It's, it's, it's all, yeah, it's all there. So when you, when you're actually, when you're communicating with someone and you're trying to, um, you want them to understand what you're saying and what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those uh, barriers, right, mm-hmm. are are placed. And, you know, and it's not necessarily, it's just who you are, right? Those barriers are, because I was reading, I was reading, uh, you know, biases, right? Everybody has personal biases, right? Mm-hmm. And it's to no fault of your own, right? It's, it's literally how you, how you grew up, you know what I'm saying? The environment Experience. that you grew up in, your experiences. So do you think like when you're, when you're trying to speak to someone and they're just not understanding it, that do you keep in the back of your mind like, yo, this person, it's, it's because this person doesn't necessarily understand how I'm communicating with them? Because I know you were touching on it a little bit, like, yeah, yeah you know, I have to re- self-reflect on, like, how I'm communicating with this person. But, you know, I want them to understand me. However, they probably don't understand me because how I'm talking to them or the way I'm talking to them, my tone of voice. Right, because I can be for myself. I know I, I can be um, sometimes very stern with a lot of things that I that I say and and my mannerisms. Mm-hmm. However, it can probably I'm the way I'm uh, looking at it is like, well, yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't think I'm so like hardcore per se. You know, it's just that I want to be direct and straightforward mm-hmm. with you, so you can understand in the simplest way possible. Uh, but you know how, but because of you know who that person is that I'm speaking with or in, in a moment, it can be misconstrued, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, the misconception of, you know, how a person like it's like just going back to like how a person looks, you know what I'm saying? The gender, the sexuality and things like that. So, you know, like I, I just try to like, I, I wanted to really like dig deep into, all right, when you, when you say understand, do you think that those barriers are alive? I would say yes, but I also, I'm now kind of thinking of understanding a little differently um, because everybody doesn't have to understand the same. Nobody is automatically going to think the same. There might be similarities right. um, and things that you can equate with one another, but understanding means different things and shows itself differently to everybody. Mm. Um, and there are all kinds of things uh, out there that can factor into understanding. Like you were saying, like, uh, personal biases, all of these other things, lack of uh, a common experience. Um, but it also could be just your natural mental pathology. Like, and it's just a, a mental state of them understanding themselves, which I, I kind of equate to like understanding being different. Like there are levels to understanding. And or I think being, it's a, or I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, I, I won't even, I won't even just go as far as being different. You're just being an original. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're being yourself. Authentic right? you are, you, yourself. Yeah, yes. You are who you are. You know, so I like I, I different is something that I've learned over the years. 
does not have the same meaning when you're speaking um, to uh, amongst like uh, people, you know, like, yeah, I, I, you probably could throw the term around or the, the word around per se. Like, uh, I know, like, just just coming from where I come from, you know, you say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm cut from a different breed or I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just a, you know, uh, you know yeah, a different type of dude, you know, um, but all in all, like, I'm, I'm just me. Yeah. Right? I am who I am. You know, uh, so yeah, I, I definitely like just you know when I when I hear the word different, I like to like put in perspective like with myself often like you know like they're not they they aren't different they're they're themselves mm -hmm. they're an original mm -hmm. a copy of themselves if you will you know and you're seeing you know for the most part like you know you're never really going to see who someone truly is unless you spend like fifty years with them and never left the house type but, but yeah. But but seeing them and their authenticity and you not necessarily having that same experience takes the it, to the next step when it comes to dynamics and communication and relationships because mm -hmm. you have to be willing to understand them. Yep. Like you have to be in a place uh, to say to yourself that, okay, I may not speak the same language as you. But am I willing to learn how to speak that language in order to effectively communicate with you in the ways that you need? And that's something that I feel like not all the time we're, we're too apt to do right off the bat. Mm -hmm. uh, because mm -hmm. a lot of times I feel like we've been conditioned to have communication just be so black and white. Those barriers. Yes. Because you communicate in a plethora of ways. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing, too. Like once I realized that you know, so like my uh, my mom is uh, is a twin. She's a, okay. she's a identical twin, uh, but she has twelve no yeah twelve siblings right. And um, I think it was like she has like six sisters. There's like seven girls, eight girls, so seven sisters. And the youngest, my aunt, is deaf. Okay. So all our lives, how we communicated with her is through sign language. Okay, right. We communicated with her. Even though she's not too keen on the same sounds that we're we're keen on, however, she understood vibrations. Mm -hmm. We understood vibrations. We had to understand vibrations earlier to effectively communicate with her, right? So it's the same thing as if you were helping a blind cross the street, right? You will, you know, if they're asking you questions, right, about where they're at or mm -hmm. you know what they're doing and stuff, you want the the way you can effectively communicate is you have to be very very descriptive, mm -hmm. right? You have to be, uh, you can be very creative as well, uh, but it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a new language that you're, you're speaking, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then just also, you know, silence, right? Being able to hold your tongue, being able to understand yourself and those personal biases that you may, uh, may have obtained over the years and then through your experiences. Mm -hmm. Whereas in when you, when you meet uh, a person you know, who maybe doesn't speak the same language or doesn't come from where you come from. So they don't understand the slang, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I work in that, I used to work in a hospital and I was a security guard. So I'm around a, a lot of people, you know, all walks of life, you know, same thing with the army, right? And where, where I was, um, it was a lot of Spanish speaking okay. people, right? So now I have to learn how to communicate. My, my first language is English. It's not Spanish. So now I got to effectively communicate with them if I need them to do something. Um, but, but yeah, if I need them to do something that I've asked. 
you know, so like, okay, cool. I can learn little, little phrases and little words and stuff like that. But I also got, I have to, it's other ways to communicate during like body language and, yeah. you know, tone of voice, mm -hmm. right? I think that plays a, a huge, a huge part in uh, effective communicating as well. But also touching on what you were saying about silence. Yeah. Um, silence is okay with communication. Uh, like you said, yeah. like, to be still and receive and to to speak out of a necessity from the person that you're communicating with to hear a response in which they are asking for and not necessarily just responding to be heard. Right. Like uh, the silence is good to listen. Like like people say, listen with the intent to hear, not to, to speak. Right. Right. And I think that's a, a big part in communication as well, like the willingness to not have to say anything at all and to just be in a space where you can just receive and to Digest listen. it. Mm -hmm. Digest everything that's being told to you because you never know because you just speaking over a person or trying to speak through a person and through their words you might be cutting down critical information that mm -hmm. you are gaining mm -hmm. that can help your person be a better person. And I had to learn that and needed to learn that fairly quickly mm -hmm. because a lot of relationships got ruined mm -hmm. because of it. And they still do. Yeah, they absolutely, absolutely still do. Because if, you don't, if you're not willing to sit up there and actually understand that person and understand you know, uh, exactly what you effectively want from the from a, any type of relationship mm -hmm. um you know it, it goes through communication and it's not going to work if if you cannot um sit there and uh listen comprehend and be attentive in the moment uh because you can't you know it's it's very hard i, I try to do it you know you know multitask while you're having mm -hmm. a conversation and it's and it's fairly it's challenging mm -hmm. right? it's fairly challenging you're just not going to receive all the information that you need to you're taking uh, it for face value you're not yeah. really digesting it right 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 because yeah. like we were saying on the on the ride over like this cell phone of mine yeah. is is like my kryptonite like i if i'm on it i'm on it but if i'm not i'm not yeah and that's that's the hard part because like if we're in the middle of a conversation and i get sidetracked and i'm doing something i'm doing that thing and then i'm like oh crap yeah i was in the middle of a conversation so it's either you try to pick up the conversation where you left off or you're just like enough time has passed let me just try to see if yeah. we can just move on to the next topic but I had to to understand with the way I received um, and felt uh, the most grounded when it came to conversation is practicing what I wanted in response. Um, so like mm -hmm. if I am asking you to mm -hmm. at least communicate mm -hmm. why the communication like fell off or why there was a lapse in communication, then I got to do the same damn thing Absolutely. because it's like, I can't just expect somebody to alter their ways to communicate the way that I would like it to, to flow if I'm not doing the same in return. So like, I'm so bad with my phone and I'm trying to be better, but I also just don't like to be on my phone. Unless I'm on TikTok, and then six hours later, <laughs> we all—we're all in that wormhole. Six hole. hours later, I'm like, "Why do I have a headache?" Yeah, oh, because I've been staring at my screen for six hours. Yeah, and I've scrolled past the woman telling me I've been like viewing for two. Yeah, long, yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, Shut your mouth. 
mind your business. <laughs> you ever get the guy with the stop sign? Yep. Hey, stop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I just to piggyback off of that, is a phrase that I, I loved that um, I use quite frequently now. And it's, if you want change, be changed. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. So, like, one of my one of my biggest icks, you know, just within relationships or just ships in general is, you know, I would love to be heard because mm-hmm. I feel like I have something effective to say. So don't talk while I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would not like for you to talk while I'm talking. Mm-hmm. That like seriously, like it, it grinds my gears and it, it, it lets me know that, you know, you're just not, you're not paying attention so you know, I'm I'm already I already clocked myself out, mm-hmm. right? I've I've already <laughs> already gone to like in my brain. I'm on I'm on to the next thought, and um, that has you know ruined relationships because I was doing it as well, mm-hmm. right? If I felt like you know I felt attacked or during mm-hmm. an argument, or if I felt like there was critical information during like in the workplace, and I'm giving it, and you're not. Um, uh, you're not hearing me or anything like that or and or i'm not um affect i don't feel like i'm effectively communicating i'm going to respond while you are talking and you know try to get my point across yeah and that right there i know for a fact you know i played the role and you know in ruining maybe some uh some relationships or just just causing um unneeded stress during a conversation that then needed to be had when mm-hmm. all I had to do was just, okay, cool. I got it. You know, I'm going to compartmentalize that. I'm going to bank that. Um, or I'm going to, I'm going to put a rebuttal on that. However, you mm-hmm. know, this is something, you know, that I, I wanted to uh, address. Right. So, and then learning too, cause you, when you, when you sit there and you're um, internalizing everything that's being said, you're digesting everything that's being said and you're able to start compartmentalizing the things that are being um, being spoken about, uh, especially when people go on a tangent, you know, you want to hit every button. Okay, cool. You know, you know, you, you start thinking about, all right, I'm gonna, how, that's how I'm going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bank that. That's how I respond to that, right? And, you know, I tried that, you know, cool. Sometimes I can, sometimes I get it off. Sometimes I, you know, I don't because I miss inform- or critical information. In because I was going to challenge that and say, yeah. if you're in that moment and you're thinking about how you're going to respond to certain things, are you truly just digesting? Absolutely not. You're listening with the intent to respond, respond. to, to yep. certain things. Yep. And and I had to, to shut myself up from that because I'm the type that I'm right. I'm always right. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm wrong, I'm right because I can justify and try to prove my point I've, as to I've why been, I'm right. I've been, I've been told that way too many um, times. That's who I am. But, but <laughs> I, I had to, to just, okay, you might not be right. Right, you don't right. love to say that out loud. You don't love to acknowledge that about yourself, but you might not be right. Mm-hmm. So just listen to everything that this person has to say and then move forward from there. Um, but another kind of thought that I was having is also like when it comes to communicating, um, I've had experiences where emotions led the conversation. Um, mm. For the most part, I've I've had feedback before that I'm very analytical and structured in how I speak. Because for me, uh, I I like to to speak from a place of fact when I'm having a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is fact, 
can be disputed. Feeling can't. You can't tell me that my feelings are wrong, are, are wrong because mm -hmm. I'm feeling them. So in terms of communication, I, I work to get to the point where I, I try never to communicate out of emotion or feeling because I feel like in terms of dynamics, that's a lot of time what causes conversations to, to get misconstrued because you're listening to the emotion behind what I'm saying. You're not listening to the words in which mm -hmm. are coming out. So I, I had to work on not receiving people's emotions as their intent and really uh, strip that away and say, yeah. okay, I know this is a heated moment. You're in a place where you're, you're feeling emotional, but let me listen to the words that you're saying, not the delivery in which it's coming at me. Gotcha. I, I 100% agree. Cause I, I, I legit, whenever I'm, uh, I'm speaking to a person and you know, for whatever reason, the situation is just in, not in my favor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I tend to lean towards, you know, being a little angry, which um, tends to sharpen mm -hmm. my words, mm -hmm. right? I, now my vocabulary is such to where as in, okay, now I'm talking directly to you. And if things were to start to uh, go left, right, you will notice with my posture mm -hmm. you would notice with my tone mm -hmm. and my delivery right is is now very very um uh powerful mm -hmm. right in a sense intentionally powerful intentionally though. powerful mm -hmm. so uh i i want to i want to propose right because you've you've been in the acting space for uh for a while mm -hmm. so you know through your through through your time while you're, you know, perfecting characters or perfecting um, these roles, are you taught a certain way how to communicate? Like, I feel like that's I like. I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Okay. Uh, because I, I want to know how does that if, if if you are how does that affect your everyday your everyday um, everyday life with with conversations you are kind of taught to let the words be what communicates. Um, so like when you're, you're learning any, any show, any script or anything, the words have to come first. You typically don't really start acting anything until the words are so in your body that you can regurgitate them in your sleep. Yeah. Because at that point, once you know what the words are, you can figure out where the person is when they're saying it how they're thinking while they're saying it, the atmosphere around them while they're saying it, because all of these things factor into how we might say something, how we might react to something. Because as humans, like, we don't know what we're going to say before we say it, but we kind of do. Like, something will be a catalyst for us to have a thought, which could cause us to have a feeling, which causes us to have a, a, a reaction and say something. So it's kind of like that when in in terms of of acting um but i think it's it's more so just for me personally with that experience just keeping up with just trying to to be as grounded and as neutral as possible i've tried my best to try to internalize my emotion and like you you know try to speak from a position of fact and logic mm -hmm. and not from emotion 
because I noticed that I can get a lot of things done, a lot of things accomplished when I speak from that position. Mm-hmm. And there is there is something, it is really something uh, to say about that because, you know, it, it's times where I've been in the midst of a conversation and, you know, like my emotions start to rise. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of the conversation, you know, like my, once I start to listen to what the requests are, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it topsy-turvies. Like my, my emotions go t- to the bottom while, you know, it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm actually using my brain mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm able to effectively communicate and effectively either help this person or help myself get what I need and what mm-hmm. I want. And, um, it, it works out better for both parties because mm-hmm. now you've had an experience that one is benefiting you and whomever else. And now you actually have an experience that you can build um, a library on with how to communicate because when you communicate and you're essentially either giving out information or you want to receive it mm-hmm. to do or, or do whatever you want or get whatever you want and vice versa, right? Um, to help someone out. So it is... Um, it is extremely crucial, you know, just even with the uh, with the generation that's that's uh, under us, you know, that, that's coming up, you know, to you want to be able to learn how to effectively um, articulate yourself um, in all like in all rooms, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I'm I, petty. <laughs> I, I am petty. I I. I was second that. And it fills my soul I, I, with joy. Like that <laughs> it is so bad. Like I am one of the pettiest people. I, I yes, I, I claim that. Um where and it can be a gift or a curse. There are situations where where some people just get mm-hmm. a little sprinkle of petty just to to humble them a little bit. Yeah. But I, I have to be careful because like you said I can articulate myself very well, but when the petty joins on to it, oh, I'm out for blood. Yeah. It's intentional at that point. <laughs> like, I want yeah. you to hurt because of whatever I'm feeling. So that's why I have to really practice that taking the emotion out because I can do a lot of damage intentionally mm-hmm. uh, to somebody verbally. Um, and that's not what I want. Um, and I, I've I've had a lot of let's call them ping pong matches of me just knocking it back and forth because I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm being petty to you, but your petty don't level up to my petty. So I'm going to just keep taking you down, but I want you to still hear what I'm having to say. And that like, you can't have, you can't have it both ways. You can't break somebody down in order to get them to receive what you're saying. Um, intentionally. Unless you're in the army. Let me tell you something about basic training, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just never really conducive. Um, so, like, when it comes to that, like, the patience that it, it takes to effectively communicate is mm-hmm. very important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Respect. Even in, in hard times, there could st- and should still be some type of level of respect. Um, because I, I try to think of the fact that nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. nobody's ever mm-hmm. going to 100% say or do the things that are in your mind and heart for them to do. But where yeah. I guess it kind of comes back to understanding is if everybody understands that nobody is perfect, then the pressure of having to be perfect 
is is removed and then that takes away a lot of the emotion in which we might feel when we communicate or or leading with emotion because we're not speaking from a, a place of wanting to either defend ourselves or make an argument but just open and just fluid communication um, because I'm one that believes that most everything can be solved with effective communication and time like you were saying like they're like they're everybody speaks their own language even if they speak the same language mm -hmm. it's not going to be the same as the person next to you like we speak two different languages like based on our our upbringing uh just who we are as people like we we know the same language but our accents are different in a sense like we we can understand understand each other but there's still a level of understanding that we have to have between us because of our our experiences and everything and i think yeah. so often uh even when it comes to like racially motivated things that happen in this country like it's a lack of communication and understanding like yeah. the understanding is is so lacking in in all forms of communication varying um complexities that conversation and understanding how to converse mm -hmm. is very very uh is unique and it's you know and like like we like both touched on it's to oneself like you know mm -hmm. like it it is you know how you communicate how you articulate is 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 important it really is it really is i know you know people like you know they want to they want to speak well right Mm -hmm. You just gotta speaking well, per se. Like it might sound fancy, right? But you just gotta really just command a room, whatever mm -hmm. room you're in, right? Because I, I can code switch in a second. Yeah, like I can I can sound like a learned gentleman, or I can just sound like I'm hanging out with my friends. But either way, I'm still effectively communicating my point. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the words you use; it's how you use them. I think I I can tell from experience that both of us in enjoy challenging um and yeah. it's not even necessarily a, a negative it can be perceived as such absolutely but but challenging uh to the point of trying to get an understanding yeah because like like we said like that's one of the biggest things in terms of communication is understanding you're analyzing you know people as they communicate, you know, even if you're walking on the street, you're walking uh, on the sidewalk in the street or whatever the case may be, and you hear like a um, a couple, right, uh, communicating or attempting to communicate, right? Do you pick up any type of like, um, uh, shoot, what do you call those? Like um, key notes, key phrases, key sounds that you maybe like take back and, and internalize like, oh, wow, like maybe I've said that and that's how that sounds out loud without me saying it that makes sense it does it does and i would like to say that yes i i do that but no if yeah. i like if, I, <laughs> if i'm being honest i try yeah. to mind my business unless i can't right 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 um but i have had that moment in hearing things that i say in real time gotcha um, so I, i've definitely said things and i'm like okay wait a minute I hear how that sounds. I hear how it came out. Mm. I acknowledge where I'm at while I'm saying it, but don't read the emotion behind it or what I'm saying. Read, read the words that I'm actually saying. Like yeah. here's the actual yeah. intent, not necessarily. Don't focus on the delivery. And I, that brings us back to what we were saying about earlier. 
but yeah, like I've, I've definitely caught myself uh, in real time or like right after conversation happened and replayed it in my head. And I'm like, okay. I acknowledge how I could have said that differently. Oh, man. I, I acknowledge why that person reacted the way I did. Because mm-hmm. in the moment, that is my truth. But my truth doesn't mean it's the only truth. Yeah. And, and like, really reflecting on that and having to humble myself and say, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I, I did not effectively communicate what the intent Mm -hmm. was behind what I was saying. I I did give you the emotion behind what I was feeling. Although it doesn't take away from the fact that I did feel that way and I might still feel this way. I should not have let the emotion lead the conversation uh, and and kind of taint it in the way that you received it. I've done that so many times and I think with the both of us, right, having multiple years in customer service we have that opportunity too many <laughs> we have those opportunities to um like embellish all of like all of that mm-hmm. like uh, you know just package and i like, I've, I've taken like even with, even after the conversation is over i've taken i've taken that you know maybe I've taken that back home where i'm like replanting in my head as i'm replaying my day and i'm going like okay now i'm a lot calmer maybe in this in this situation right now um i probably could have said this differently mm-hmm. you ain't had to right? chop them people up like that you know yeah like one like, of yeah, like yeah you like, ain't had to chop like them up even like that. i was like for the example for um the, the lady a couple weekends ago who mm-hmm. race was two races away mm-hmm. right as time went past you know what i'm saying you know yeah i, I was frustrated you know um because she wasn't understanding mm-hmm. the information i was giving her and I wasn't allowing her to speak her truth and understand her frustration, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't sift through her words and uh, really grasp in the, in, the, in the very first very very first instance on what her request was, right, and what was bothering her. So, and it just lays down a bigger issue for the company that we work for, and you know, what I'm saying the process of you know the enjoyment that we offer, mm-hmm. right? So. Coming back to that, you know, um, just, uh, you know, accommodating her, right, giving great customer service and, you know, but talking to her afterwards, right, um, before she enjoyed the service that we provided, um, it was it was eye opening again to me and just like understanding and learning. I'm I'm still learning. Right. These are still experiences that I'm having and I'm not I'm probably not the most effective um, at, uh, communicating and what, I'm not saying communicating, but I'm probably not the most uh, effective with dealing with situations of that, you know, magnitude, you know, on the spot because I live with my emotions and not with logic. Well, uh, see, I tried to, to, to leave with logic. Yeah. And she, she, and, I, and, I, I, I ticked her off already. <laughs> so she was, uh, yeah. And she was going to get ticked off. Yeah. And because the yeah. penny was creeping up, and, and and you know, and and it was it was called for, you know, at at, mm. at every moment of that um, conversation. But uh, the second conversation that I had with her, you know, I, I realized I said, okay, now that I'm a lot more calmer, um, she's a she's calmer, you know, and we both apologize. So I ain't get no apology because she was <laughs> nasty. <laughs> so you know, so, so she she we 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 start to understand each other. Right. And um, and then she told me something 
that I don't think was, I didn't expect it, right? And she told me, she says, okay, I can tell, I can tell by just looking at you where you're from. She didn't say it in those words per se, but she just said like, you know what I'm saying? Like your aura that you gave and how your posture was in that moment. Like I, I, I pretty much, I know who you are and that's not, from me growing to from who I was, that's not who I wanted to be mm-hmm. uh, uh, known as, mm-hmm. right? Or recognized for. Or recognized for, right? Because when I when I look in the mirror, I'm a totally different person than whom I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that like I like that those are the those are those those links that you know that I keep inside my head when I'm replaying my day, and specifically about that day. So I was like, oh wow, like cool. But that 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 makes me more of an effective leader as well, right? Just being tasked to be a leader of men and women um, is just a huge and unique responsibility. That um, you know, it it takes a lot of self discovery. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of self discovery because in order to lead somebody, you gotta first know how to lead yourself, right? Put mm-hmm. yourself in a position to win, and I'm able to, you know, with with the uh, with the people that that we work with. I'm able to put them in positions to to win by just giving them everyday life experiences mm-hmm. that, you know, can help nurture their brain. So now they start to open up and, and see different. Now they're able to communicate with uh, the customers in a more effective way and get a lot out of them and a lot out of themselves because now they're starting to like, oh, wow, cool. So now that I did that, you know what I'm saying? I've gotten this, right? And they just continue to continue to elevate. So, you know... We out here giving back to the youth. I mean, right? and they are the youth. <laughs> very Jesus. much so. Jesus. Very, very, very much so. I call myself, um, uh, me and my son's mom was uh, was talking and have a conversation. She asked me, she asked me a question on my, uh, on my opinion on something. And I said, eh, it's mid. She goes, uh, what? <laughs> What's that? Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's mid. It's like, you know, it's meh. She's like, okay, that. All right, don't know what that means, and I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I might not know exactly, might not know exactly what uh what I'm saying either. But it's it's the youth, yep, the youth, and we youth are surrounded by them. Yeah, so Jesus. it's um, but it's, it's 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 all good though, you know. I'm, I mean, I think for all of us in in this world, you know. We have to be able to, I would love for us to be able to understand, but try our best to understand before we uh, get riled up, Mm -hmm. before we lace an opinion, and before we uh, just give rebuttals that maybe weren't, weren't called for. But I did, I did have something else that I wanted to say, like something that has helped me in terms of getting to the point that I can listen without the intent to feel the need to respond um and it's it's three p's it's patience having the patience to to be in the moment with the person Mm. um having perspective of where this person is coming from Mm. and then the last p is purpose like what is the purpose of this conversation Mm. because if you understand the purpose of where they're coming from you can use that to help get to a solution of where you want to go. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Because I like, so, because it's, it's essentially you being prepared 
to succeed. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, it's another, like uh, another quote that I love to, um, I have it like pinned as like my, like a pinned tweet, but, um, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Mm, okay. And I love taking that with me in everything that I do because it is so universal. So you going into a conversation, being prepared, and not maybe just not necessarily just you um, pertaining to the, the subject matter mm -hmm. of the conversation, but you being able to get the most out of that conversation with those three Ps is like skyrocket the success factor of getting a getting to a solution mm -hmm. which you know wh whatever that may be because it's not just active it's also passive yeah like yeah. because you you can can have all of those things receiving information and also giving information yeah so it it's necessary on both sides to have patience it's necessary on both sides to have perspective and it's necessary on both sides to understand the purpose of what you're communicating. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. I, I I don't think I've uh I might have not. Or probably I've probably done it subconsciously, going into a conversation, you know, and then not understanding um exactly or a phrase it and that uh with that terminology. But I'm going to now because I like I like the way I like the way it's set up. I like the way mm -hmm. you set that up, like where you tee that up and um it makes more for me to understand how to be prepared mm -hmm. within a conversation. And it takes the pressure off of a situation. Yeah. Because if you're you're not going in with preconceived notions of anything, mm -hmm. and like, and I'm going to say it again, and you have the patience to hear what is going on. Yeah. Then you can have the understanding that comes with the purpose and the perspective. But the, the patience has to come first. Like, you have to be in a space that you're willing to give that energy to somebody yeah. or receive that energy selflessly. Like, it, it can't be with ulterior motives. It can't be with an expectation. It just has to be that you're in the space that you're willing to just communicate and understand. I think I, I do... I have a caveat, though. I do want to... I, I do want to know... Because it works well for us. Because we're in a space where we communicate with tons of people. That is true. Right? That is so true. we're open to dial for dialogue. But how does that how does that dynamic work for someone who says like maybe they're in the back of a supermarket and they're the butcher, right? There isn't that much customer service that's going on unless you come out, you're putting your meats away. And someone is asking you, you know, okay, what's this cut? You know, I mean, what's this cut? Right. Or um, someone just, who's just not in any type of like customer service type of uh, a role. Well, I wouldn't moment. say it's necessarily just for like customer service. It's for every type of interaction. You can have those three P's with your children. You can mm. have those three P's with your parents, with your spouse, like with your friends. Like, I think it's very conducive to all forms of communication. Gotcha. Right, 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 right. Because I, I think our generation is is one where I feel like in terms of, and I mean, I ain't got no kids right now, but I, I feel like when I do, I'll also be on board with this. Uh, but I feel like our generation is one that's really into effective communication with their children. 
mm-hmm. and not just having it be like your parents says that's it, but being in a space okay. where you can actually communicate with your child. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll say I feel like a lot of people have issues with being able to communicate and it could spawn from how generations before us were raised. Uh, yeah. A lot of times we we are raised to be seen and not heard. Like spoke when when spoken to. Like this is uh, like adults have the final say, and people learn to to suppress the the act of communicating. So by the time they are in their adult life, they don't know how to effectively communicate because they've not had the examples or the experience to do so in their formative years. So now they're going back and deconstructing all of these things that have told them that they can't communicate and they have to learn how to communicate. And I think that the three Ps in particular will work for them because I was one that didn't really communicate most of my life. Like outside of expression on stage, like I didn't didn't talk. I didn't talk to anybody. Like I didn't express what I wanted. I didn't express, express what I needed. It was just whatever was handed to me or or spoken to me was what it was. Mm. Um, And this is, like, I love my parents um, dearly. But I think with the military background and, like, kind of what you were alluding to, there is this level of you get commands, you follow the commands. There is no back and forth. Mm -hmm. What is said is said, and that's it. Whether you have gripes about it or not, you're not here because I'm necessarily itching to hear what you have to say. You're here because I'm giving you a task or a job to do, and you got to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's not exactly how it was going, right, right, but right. I'm just saying. Um, but I, there was a time that I didn't know how to communicate, whether it be good or bad, because me expressing anything was so foreign to me. Mm. And I think that's that with experiences uh, in past relationships shaped me to get to the point that I, I may have felt so low in terms of myself when communicating that I, I couldn't express anything and I would shut down. Because like I said, I, I finally got to the point that I could visualize my thoughts and then get to the point where I could verbalize them. But for a long time, like I said, since I wasn't able to verbalize thoughts in communication, imagery was the only thing that I really had. So I developed the imagery and and that aspect of my thought process so much more than I did the verbal and articulate uh, aspect of it. And, and that came with me being patient with myself and understanding, like we were saying earlier, that the, the differences or what's not normal is okay and it's actually normal to not be normal. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. is the most normal thing to be. Like, is normalized not being normal. Yes. Um weird is the new normal like it really needs to be because if you're trying to be normal then you're assimilating to something that somebody else has already done right and i ain't got time for that no so like sorry yeah yeah just beyonce got 24 hours in a day and not one of them is spent on being like somebody else yeah no sorry not sorry Mm -mm. we are the originals and and it's just (laughs) It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You take you take it or leave it, right? You take it or leave it. And I think, uh, you know, these last few years that I've, since I've embraced, you know, that, um, I've met a plethora of interesting, mm-hmm. very cool people, you know, and understanding like, wow, like, 
that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you like watching you be who you are is exciting, right? And it it um it makes me, you know, a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. to be who I am. So it, it I do think, you know, with with us being, you know, a, a f- being effective communicators, it is and working on it every day. Working on it every day. You know, it's essential. It's one hundred percent essential. It'll, man, man it, it will make for uh, it will lay down an easier roadmap for you as you continue to um, grow and you know and get older, right? So, for those those who are who are our age and you know younger or even older, right? You know, just you know, learning, learning. Uh, how to communicate within, you know, within yourself and then how to articulate, you know, that outwards to the world. Um, it will legit, you know, make a lot of times easier, so much easier. When you're talking to a person, you you able to express yourself mm-hmm. and be heard is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. You being able to understand someone and, and be the one to hear them. Mm-hmm. Is a beautiful thing because when, as you're being receptive and understanding, and when it's you know when it's that time for a response, right? Because when people look at, at when people look at other people, they want to know if they're compassionate or not, right? Because we we are human beings, right? We naturally, you know, you learn emotions at mm-hmm. two, three years old, right? And how to control those emotions at four and five years old, right? Tell what's what, right? Um, so, you know, just, just from an endearing aspect, you know, it, from, from an aspect of, you know, relationships, you know, it's, it's so endearing to, um, to have that, have a person sit across from you and like, man, I, I, I understand. I, I, I got you. Like, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. And I have those conversations daily, uh, with, with people and whether or not, you know what I'm saying? They're in your life for, you know, that day. You know, if they're in your life for, you know, a couple of months or a season or whatever, um, uh, I, I think it's, it's uh, man, it's, it's a unique space to be a part of, for sure. Absolutely. And and I'd like to, to say one more thing on, on communicating. Uh, it's also not just for other people. You have to be able to communicate with yourself. Oh, yeah. And I think when people actually communicate with themselves and it could be in many forms it could be writing in a journal it could be taking voice notes it could be just like taking time to meditate in a sense Mm. but like the communication between oneself helps and will get you in a place that you can be more prepared to communicate with others because if you work on the skills at home with yourself you'll be more prepared in yourself Mm -hmm. to be able to communicate with other people. Because unless you know how you communicate, how you want to communicate, uh, how you think when you communicate, all of these other things, you won't be able to effectively communicate with others. Right. You you can't be finding it out and receiving or or giving at the same time. Yeah, it's just not going to work. It's not going to... uh, It's not going to benefit yourself. Mm -hmm. It won't benefit the situation. Yeah, at all. At all. Absolutely not. That's it. Anything else? No, I was going to say, and with that, we have communicated with you guys. <laughs> we have attempted Very to well. effectively communicate with you guys today. 
Um, and I'm glad that you guys can hear us, but also see us. Yeah. Um, uh, it's my apologies for the last episode. Um, I had some issues with my video footage, but we are hopefully back showing our faces uh, yeah. regularly. Um, we're still getting some things together, so our our, our home may change uh, soon, but we, yeah. we're still getting some things together. So more of an more of an ambience, ambience. You know, some ambience in these yeah, streets. You know, uh, something that, you know, we where we can um, effectively uh, continue to communicate with you guys so you guys can um, understand, you know, and digest, you know, with your eyes um, as well as with your ears and, mm -hmm. and, um, and internalize that, you know. So we're looking, um, you know, still in search of a home, yes. you know, with some very meaningful decor and all mm -hmm. of that good stuff. You know, but we're, uh, you know, we're still, we're still working on, I like we said, like during this podcast, we're still working on us. We're still mm -hmm. working on uh, being as true to ourselves absolutely, uh, as possible, right? Because that, that's, that is the most important part and what you guys are going to get out of this along with the experiences that we share and the knowledge that we share. Yeah. You know, so, um. We're gonna always, always be um, authentic. You know, that's that's just I ain't gonna change. Cause I can't be anybody but me. You know what I'm saying? There's only one of me, <laughs> and I'm pretty damn great. <laughs> so um, yeah. So with that being said, you know, um, all your OCs out there, you know, what I'm saying your original copies. All right, um, I love you guys. Yo, shout out to everybody. Everybody, yes. I I don't I don't want I don't mean to generalize it, but shout out to everybody who's listened to the podcast already, giving um, feedback, giving feedback, um, enjoyed it, you know, and what they um what they uh critique you know critiques that that uh we may have gotten, you know, we appreciate that um because we we're still like we said we're growing right we still want to uh, become uh, more effective communicators. Mm -hmm. Right. And you guys are helping us with that right. by communicating yourselves. Right. So, so it all ties together. Yeah. It's just one you know big old so. communication community. <laughs> so it's it's uh it's definitely it's definitely a great time. Um, you know, uh so hopefully, you know, we can you know we continue to stay on schedule and um you guys continue to take this journey with us. All right? All right. All right. All right. We out. We out.